guys, this is Drew, and this is Brad, and you are listening to the Unidentified Flying Podcast. Today, we're going to talk mostly about sports, I think. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, do some... Uh... We're doing all this hard-hitting <laughs> facts with, uh, you know, random stuff. Yeah, um, I guess we're going to talk a bit about journalism. Yeah, I think we always end up As in it relates way. to sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe some stuff outside of sports. Uh, but first... Let's handle our contact details. First contact. There you go. Um, so let's see. UFPpodcast at gmail.com, at UFP on Twitter, and Unidentified Flying Podcast on Facebook. I think it's just muscle memory yep. at this point with you. Good job, man. Yep. I'm a badass. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's any follow-up. I, As far as... Uh, I think if there's anything... Um, you know, we talked about... Um, Oklahoma liquor, law, liquor laws and stuff last episode, yep. and um, one of the people we did kind of quote uh, as having an opinion on the matter because he ran Edmund Wind, mm-hmm. uh, Vance Gregory. His daughter follows us on Twitter, named Maddie Gregory. Uh-huh. She did message us and say that uh, it is a why it has to go to vote. Um, it's because it is written in the state constitution. So lawmakers okay. can't just oh, you know hey let's just make a law and change it. It's it's because they've got a formulate a plan and then we've all got to say yay or nay gotcha in november so that's really good <laughs> as far as some other stuff we're going to cover and just whole episodes coming up so okay cool well let's uh let's dive right into this man you uh you've got all the information here so i'm i'm just uh i'm co-pilot Shalom for the ride yeah um well we've talked about cameron Payne yep. in the past yep and that was before the trade deadline and we kind of talked about like how he is a rookie and just just the eye test, you know, like when we were playing Golden State and he was, you know, he's the primary ball handler, I think, off the bench being the point, you know, I'm not just saying point guard. There's a difference between he's the backup point guard and you're the primary ball handler. Yeah. Like there can be multiple primary ball handlers off the bench and things like like Dion, you know, he, he could, he's a ball handler, you know, he's a guard. Got some, got and some I guess moves. we should drive say to the basket. We're going to be talking pretty much exclusively about the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. I right, said sports, right but it's really the Thunder for yeah. the most part. Um, we may get off into the weeds a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, but we'll see. So um, sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, you're fine. Um, up your train of thought there. Cameron Payne, you know, he was uh, the backup point guard for quite a while, and he kind of. Where did we DJ draft him from? Where was he out of college? You know, that's a good question. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Okay, I know yeah. it's uh, you know, kind it of towards the ass end of the draft. Was it? That's yeah, because that's where we we are. Yeah, true. You know, you got to think we took Stephen Adams at twelve, and that was only because we had traded James Harden, and you know that's a whole you know subject on its own. Anyway, um, Cameron Payne, uh, we kind of talked about how he was uh, Murray State. Murray State. Yeah. Where the uh, hell's that at? I, I, I was about I, to say. I'm about to find out. I've it's, looked that up before. It's and in I'm Kentucky. Like, okay. So okay. there you go. Just go to Kentucky, man. That's where they're all. That's where all the badasses are at. Yeah, apparently they only got somebody on their team, though. Yeah. Anyway, this was before the trade deadline, and just watching him play, like you know, he was trying to kind of go one on one and like take take things upon himself, and you know, go to the go, you know, drive to the basket, whatever, kind of be you know, like how Russell Westbrook just you know he's coming up with the ball and just flies in there, hero you know, mode. Yeah, you know, he because he and and quite frankly, he can. Yeah, yeah. Know. Russell Westbrook can do it. Cameron Payne cannot. You know, yeah. and not, and that's not to say that he's a bad player. It's yeah. just I mean, maybe rookie. eventually he could. I don't know. Yeah, Who and knows? and not to say I I want I also want to kind of preface the fact that you know we said he can't be relied upon. It's not the fact that 
I think he can't play at all. Yeah, no. It's just he's a rookie. He's a rookie, and, you know, maybe he needs to find a role. Yeah. And fit into that role. Like, I think I was talking to you the other day about Portland. Uh, we were playing Portland Trailblazers, and we charted this lineup out that was just like, it was like all guards. It was like Randy Foyer, I think Russell Westbrook, Cameron Payne. And Cameron Payne hadn't played in a while because we had traded for Randy Foyer, and we kind of was doing a little experimenting Yeah, with that. And... Everyone started wondering, you know, well, what happened to Cameron Payne? Why isn't he playing? And, you know, that whole argument. And I'm just like, you know, we kind of already talked. Yeah, like, we, us, we, us in particular, we already kind of talked about maybe I mean, why. You specifically said that you the one thing you thought we needed to get at the before the trade deadline was a veteran point guard. And that's exactly, and that's what, exactly we what we yeah. went and got. You know, and you can debate. Like, it's a great. it was a great move as far as like, hey, you know, within that context – of hey, we need a backup veteran backup point guard. Oh, we went and got him. Oh, plus the you know got a roster spot and saving. And we money freed and up a lot of money too. Yeah, like, I think it was like eight. Million you can also argue the fact that, like, well, we played it safe. We're always like this cheap kind of team, and we don't go out there and you know make the big splash. That's kind of that. That kind of plays into the James Harden argument I mean, a little bit, I guess. But man, Cantor was a big pickup when he when we picked him yeah, up that, that too yeah you, you can so, say that too and I mean, that's been something that's kind of happening lately too like he play he's playing so well and some people look <laughs> at like well Serge Ibaka you know he's on the decline or whatever the hell he's just he's not having that great of a year I'm not yeah some and of he's being can, used differently and that's a lot of it yeah you know it's a lot of a lot of people want to say is he just sucking is he declining or what you just said is you know I relate it to Kevin Love. Kevin Love's an amazing rebounder. Yeah. But he's basically been put in the realm of, well, he's just a spot-up shooter. They throw Yeah, he's been stuck out on the perimeter, basically. Hey, you're not gonna getting any rebounds out there. Yeah. And, I mean, look how many threes Ibaka attempts now versus earlier in, in his past, career. Yeah. So, I mean, that, and that's stuff you just got to figure out. Maybe that's not what they, you know, him or the team or the coaching staff, That's not maybe that's not what they want him to do anyway, but... It's just going to be a work in progress. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know if you, you, you brought this up. We were kind of just bullshitting the other day, um, and you brought this up, and I don't know if you intended to bring this up, but and if you do, just tell me and we'll, we'll, we'll hold it. The expectations on Billy Donovan. Yeah. How unrealistic they probably are from mo- – I would assume most fans think like, dude, it's championship or bust this year. Yeah, and and in a way it is, you know. I mean, but we'll see. We definitely if have the talent. We don't know. In that it's respect. it's only bust if that means like KD and Westbrook are leaving. That's the only reason it's a bust. Yeah. I mean, I don't, and I don't know that that's necessarily the case. Like you said too, you think KD's probably going to end up signing a one year deal because next year the salary cap increases a twenty percent. Yeah, and for everybody that'll line him up with Westbrook too. And who knows? Maybe they want it together. You know, I don't yeah. know. They may want to re-sign together, or they may want to go somewhere else together. That's I don't the know. general consensus. And the only problem I have with that was is when everyone says that's what's going to happen. Uh, sometimes that's not what happens. Sure, sure. So not 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 to say that Kevin Durant's going to leave. You know, but uh, I mean, he could. Hey, I well, something I told you. I'm like, it'd be it'd be. Just hilarious if he just re-signed this year and was just like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah <laughs> and he was here with <laughs> Oklahoma City and just we all went on and yeah, it was really like, just oh, the, what was the, the biggest deal? non-story ever. Yeah, you know? yeah. That would be funny. You know? But well, then the big story would be, okay, now Westbrook, what's he going to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then fair enough, you know, yeah. but that's going to have to do just like this story, play yeah. out over the year and et cetera. And, you know, why would he leave and what team would he go to? Blah, 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 blah. 
But the reason I kind of bring up Cameron Payne again is that, you know, we have brought him back a little bit and he's got more playing time. And just the fact that, you know, I just found it kind of amazing where it's just a lot of people covering the team. A lot of what I see is like fan reaction just online and all, all sorts of places. The fact that we're like, you know, wondering what, what happened to him and, and why isn't he playing him? And then, you know, he gets brought back and everyone's just like, woo! You know, they had a huge reaction when I think he was, we were playing at home here the last time. And people just went ape shit because they were like, yeah, finally, if you fucking better be playing Cameron Payne. Why is, you know, that whole, <laughs> and that plays into, you know, kind of what we're going to bring up here in a minute. Going back to Billy Donovan, though, um, I kind of talked with you about like how, what really is going to make or break that guy is the final minute of a game. Yeah. Or 10 minutes or, you know, maybe even a half. Because we as a team can – I mean, it's blatantly obvious we can run with anybody, even Golden State. Sure. We we can put up a lead on them. We could put them away if we wanted to. But we don't. And we have these stretches where – and this is what was wrong with Scott Brooks, too. Not the fact that, you know, he's very robotic in his rotations. You know, he's like, ah, Serge, Serge Ibaka now exits at, you know, three minutes into the second quarter because that's what he always does, you know. But Billy Donovan doesn't ever seem to, like, have any source of, like, offensive creativity. Yeah. You know, we go these huge stretches where like, hey, you know, like when the Golden State game or the Clippers game, we're up by X amount of points, big lead, and we just immediately go into a hero ball or, you know, some people call it isolation, whatever. And you can put a lot of this on on Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. They just go down there and just lob shit up and, oh, it doesn't happen. And we don't call timeout. We don't try to, you know, do anything different. We don't pass it. We don't create. We don't do. We don't try and uh, drive to the basket, get a foul, fucking anything. Like, which what was it you were telling me? And I was like, that's a good point. The game. I don't I can't remember who it was we were playing. I think it was Golden State, one of the games where we were up mm-hmm. very late. Like there was like I don't know seconds left, like less than ten maybe. Oh yeah, we inbounds the ball. Kevin Durant. Kevin gets Durant trapped. has it. He gets trapped. He just lobs it out, and he just lobs it. And you were like. Timeout. Call fucking timeout. Yeah, where's the timeout? Where's I th- Billy? I think we had one. Yeah, where's Billy Donovan but... running down the sideline or, or the you know down the court or whatever? Yeah, being like timeout, Time timeout. Fuck out. Or where's Kevin Durant going? Time. You know, or anybody Kevin... else on the team? Yeah, anybody else? Being like, fucking Time. anybody at yeah, this yeah. point. Dude. And then we just inbounds it and go from there. But instead, we lose the ball. They tie it. Yeah, I think they tied it there, and then they get another or or they had just tied it. They had just tied it. Or something like that, and we inbounded it, and we gave them the win there. When was he, that in overtime? I can't remember I, if that was right before. Yeah, it might have been. Overtime. Yeah, it was something like and that. That's when Steph Curry lobs up that amazing fucking yeah, shot. Like, hey, it's another thirty foot or fifty poor, foot. Poor fuck Robertson's you. like, I didn't think I had to defend him fifty feet out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, you do, man. That's yeah, just, oh, yeah. Lesson there, learned, yeah. I guess. You got it. That's what we'll see. And I think it was kind of funny. You know, we we're talking about Steph Curry for a second here, and he caught a lot of flack for it. It seemed like at the time, but it was Kareem. Abdul-Jabbar made the comment that he was like, dude, he's like, hey, you know, he's like, Steph Curry's a great player, but Steph Curry would not have the success he had in my day. And he goes, because guys like that got full court pressed. Yeah. Every I don't know if it was Kareem, but I know what you're talking I think, about. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was Kareem. It was, yeah, because was he was talking about players. a skyhook. He was like, because he was saying, this guy has a specialty shot, the yeah. long range three. Yeah. I had a specialty shot, the skyhook. And guess what people started to do to me when, when I found all the success with the skyhook. Shut that he said, shit down. He's like, they would they would double-team me. Yeah. They would, when I got to within a certain 
like distance of the basket, they knew that was my zone. They deed the shit out of me. He's like, sometimes I still got my skyhook. He goes, but my percentages went way down. And he was like, nobody's full court pressing this kid. And he was like, just why? He's like, I don't know why. And I've heard in a lot of national basketball podcasts where it's just like, a lot of it boils down to effort. You know, you got people who don't want to go out that far. And they're like, hey, we'll wait for him to kind of come up. And Steph and Curry's that, and just that, and fucking... on people like Durant and Westbrook yeah. and, and leaders of any team, not just ours. And, Dur- and, and Curry's just making people pay, just hurling like, like, yeah, like 50-foot daggers. Shit. Yeah, he's like... He's like, cool, you want to wait till I'm within 30 feet? I'll hit you from 40. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you came out to 40? I'll hit you from 50. Yeah. And he That's only why needs I... half, a, half a foot of space anyway, so it could just be a 30 and a half. Yeah. Right here, fuck you. Uh, it's... You're not on me enough. I mean, don't get me wrong. Steph Curry's ability to hit those threes is just transcendent, yeah, not dude. It's like, it's insane. But you got to wonder if somebody just, you know, I, I guess I'll put it this way. Dennis Rodman wouldn't let that shit happen. <laughs> well, look at like, you know, we're going to talk more about the media covering the team here in a second. Look how, you know, for the long, we, and we brought this up, I think, when we were talking about Cameron Payne too, where it's just like, oh, the defense, you know, that's all we're talking about. The defense is bad. And not to say that the defense in, in certain games was not horrible. It was. But then we turn right around in the next game, play Golden State, and it has this, you know, playoff feeling, and we give a shit, and everyone goes out there and puts a bunch of effort, and our, our defense is rock solid. I mean, then what about all these weeks of shit you've been writing about as far as how the defense is bad? Yeah. Yeah, the defense is bad. Why? Yeah. Why is it bad? Is it because the certain player's not doing his rotations? Uh, <laughs> we're missing a key player. We're, you know, all, why? I want to know why. I don't want to just hear the defense is bad. And, and I've we've always, talked about how that's just kind of lazy. And it's here's easy the thing, to report that type of stuff. I think the Thunder can beat almost anybody without really playing defense except for teams like Golden State, San Antonio, Cleveland. And they can play Boston and not really play a lot of defense and still blow them out. Yeah. They just did. Yeah. They hell they can even do it to the Trailblazers. And they can have a bad game and maybe lose to them too. You yeah. Know, that's just yeah. regular. Now they've lost basketball. some of these games where I'm kind of like, yeah, I mean, a little defense you probably would have won it. Yeah. But it's like, but I think they're it's it's almost like I don't know, I sometimes I wonder if like the rest of the league, especially the Eastern Conference it seems like, but even like after you get past the the top Five teams in the West, the 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 the, the, the talent level, or not necessarily the talent, the challenge level falls off so much that you get put to sleep. Like you play like you know a, a six game stretch, and you play Sacramento, you know, then you go and you play you know I don't know Pelicans, you go play Utah, or you like go recently, play. We just went on and we played the Celtics, Celtics and uh, the Seventy Sixers. Yeah, and then you turn around and then who who do we play next? You know, say we play Golden State next. It's like. You've you've basically played two games where you can just like show up and probably win. They rested Ibaka. Yeah, and then now you got to play Golden State, who's yeah. the best team in the league. And yeah. I just I don't know. I just don't know if you know. I, I'm not a professional athlete, so I don't know. Getting up for this many games, you know, it's just a grind. I don't. Golden State seems to be able to get up for him. San Antonio seems to be able to get up. What was it? San Antonio set a re- I don't know if it was a record or 34 and 0 at home this year. Yeah, crazy. And I think Golden State's going to match it. They haven't lost at home yet. Have they not? No. Okay. I don't think you know, I think I don't think anybody's won every game at home in a season yet. Oh there really? was one team that came close, I think it was eighty six Celtics. They went. What do you what do you get? Forty one home games, they went forty and one. Wow. So the bar's pretty high, but I mean it looks Can like you imagine if both of them went undefeated at home. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of the quiet thing, you know, you everyone always bring up like fuck San Antonio's like 
few games back on them. Yeah, they're yeah, it's like they're four. I think four games back. Like, yikes! I mean, granted, they just lost Manu for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What he got hurt? Uh, I can't remember leg. Hmm. Maybe he's just being old and he pulled some shit, or you know, he, he had an injury. He, he had. It, that's kind of what he does the past few years. Is he goes out for a few weeks, and that's what's crazy about the team. Sometimes ready they don't for even the need playoffs. Him. Yeah. <laughs> you could say hey I don't know you said it a conspiracy UFP conspiracy right there man which hey I, I would do that shit I'd be like yeah this guy man twisted his ankle well see that's why I think it, it, it's I, I mean I'd say it could be a conspiracy but it's if it is it's because it's such a silly system where they can't just say I mean as much as I think it would be how do you prove that like if Golden State or right now it. just said shit man we're number one seed like, if it gets to a point where there's, like, say, four games left in the season and they're like, we could lose these last four and still be number one overall seed. Rest in Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. They yeah. ain't playing. They ain't yeah. fucking playing. Yeah. I'd be like, I totally get that. Yeah. Oh, I, shit. Well, yeah, why not? But but I think they, everybody would be up in arms like, I want to see Steph well, Curry. Well, that and especially the records at stake as far as the best record, you know. So people but get it's one of those questions, you know, involved, like, who like, fucking cares? I know. At that point, I know. Man, like, dude, we're looking for titles about your here. record. What about your rings? Yeah, that's you know? what we're looking for. But, yeah, so I don't know. Anyway, so go go on about what, what what were you on before I think I got us off on a tangent or something maybe? No, or? we're fine. Okay. Well, I was just kind of referencing Cameron Payne and that type of stuff and just how – Everyone's just kind of blindsided by what's going on with him, and you had the skinny on this like fuck him over a month ago. Yeah, like, it was like before what, the trade you were like, headline. "This is what's going to happen. He's going to have a reduced role because we're going to bring in a vet, probably is what you thought we yeah. should do." And he's like, "If that happens, this is what's going to happen." I think you even might have said something like, "Everybody's going to be like, where'd Cameron Payne go? What's wrong with him? What's happening?" Yeah, it's and you're like, like it's, work, "It's not going to be. It's not going to be anything wrong with him. It's going to be that we got a vet." Yeah. That there's a reason to get the vet. Yeah, and that, not like I said, nothing uh, against Cameron a few minutes Payne. Ago, not that he can't play. Yeah, no, at all. Like he just needs to be benched and or sent to the D League and you know whatever, no. or just or just there if we someone gets hurt and we need him. No, like he, you know, who doesn't need to play? Fucking Kyle Singler, man. <laughs> Especially in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> well, just, I, I like that guy to a certain extent, but you know, like there's some parts of that Golden State game where we had some lineups and can't. Uh, Kyle Singler's out there guarding, I think, Steph Curry. I'm like, what? What is what is going on here? What what weird fucking strange universe? <laughs> Maybe they're thinking he's, he's taller than him. So I don't know, work. man. Was, I don't it know. Was, it was just blowing my mind. But I was kind of like, you know, building up like it goes back to. That's not particularly being blindsided by Cameron Payne is what I'm talking about. Not particularly being blindsided about him and not knowing what's going on with like the rotations of the team it has to do with like how the team's covered but it also kind of plays into what we've talked about too where you know we just don't know a lot of basketball as much as we know other sports here but the, uh it's also going to get into kind of what i'm talking about here in a minute um i brought this up to you before we started recording and you kind of just stopped me because you know we we're going on rants and it was it made yeah i was like no we need to record this and I listen to po- I listen to a lot of podcasts, and how dare you, sir? I know, traitor. I, hey, I listen to ours. I kind of have to, you know, the Benedict Arnold <laughs> of podcasting. But uh, I I listen to Bill Simmons' uh, podcast a lot. You know, a lot of people might be, oh God, or you know, hey, I like that guy. He's actually got some. I had the same sentiment towards him, especially with the hard trade, and we'll, we're going to talk about this later. Yeah, as far as the hard. The, trade. the, the dude is he he he's, he can be entertaining. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I got nothing against Bill Simmons. It's, but 
like you said, the uh, after a while, the Harden shit was just like a broken record. I was like, I yeah. get it. You don't like the trade, dude. It's been three years. Yeah, we get it. Um, he had a guy like what, what I was saying is you know I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to so many that I get busy and sometimes I don't hear stuff you know the day it comes out or hell even the week I'm usually about two weeks behind and he had this guy on uh, called Brian Curtis and I think he worked with him at Grantland before that whole Grantland thing went down with the, at ESPN it was about the best thing ESPN had going for it was Grantland <laughs> yeah I, I know and you know they wouldn't say that but yeah you know that's that hell that's its own topic too um he had him on a show and it was a really good show about like just media in general and how people cover things and how it's changed a lot and also how like you know political uh political journalism and shows and people trying to cover things uh relates a lot to sports media and that type of thing and we're actually going to get into this i think in some later episodes but that's that's for later um but it reminded me of a piece he did last year and he actually kind of talked about it in the show a little bit um and it was it was covering oklahoma city thunder the team and the media around it and how the team handles it and stuff like that um let me see if i can pull up the uh, title for it because this is what what i was kind of thought was interesting it's titled (coughs) distant thunder uh, what did Oklahoma City's media do to piss off Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant? And just from the title, you know, I figured it'd be so much more about Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant specifically, you know, because we've uh, talked about with, uh, you know, friend of the podcast, Steve, he brought this up. And this is why I'd like to have him on for, you know, other episodes. Concerning yeah, the we need to get we need to get him on for an episode where I totally get pushed to the background <laughs> and you and him just fucking... Go jaw about fucking the, the thunder because I'm not gonna lie, dude. I it's I when you guys start talking about it, dude. I just kind of just listen for the most part because <laughs> I, I think it's it's interesting. I'll chime in from time to time, probably say something fucking stupid. Well, he dude, talks you know. about you know he would talk about stuff that you know kind of like with Cameron Payne, it would, and this would be like years, like say with Scotty Brooks, he was like that guy needs to be fired, and this was like you know. 2012. I don't think we even made it to the finals yet. He's yeah. like, that guy needs to be fired. But, but it was kind of funny because when he did no get fired, about that. when he did get fired, I think he was like, we picked the worst time to fire him. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. He yeah. was like, I've been saying forever that we probably need to move on from him. Nothing against Scott yeah, Brooks, yeah. but we need to move on from him. And then when we finally did, I think, you know, and we'll have him on and he could yeah. you know, say his piece about it, but I think he was like, yeah, I'm glad they did it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, we picked the worst fucking time to do it. If we're going to do it, we shouldn't have done it when we did it. Yeah. So it was almost kind of like, dude, you're in for a penny at this point. You're in for a pound. But, you know. And when it plays into what we were bringing up earlier, like, do we really? I mean, I know as far as skill-wise and what we've, the team's been able to do, regardless who the coach, do we really expect to win the finals this year with a rookie head coach? Yeah, I mean, I guess here's I mean, the. really? Yeah, I mean, I really. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we won it. No, hell no. But I won't be surprised in, if we don't. Yeah. For for starters, forget, just forget Billy Donovan for a second. Look at the team. Look at Look at the team and look at. Look at the Spurs and the Warriors right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it's, it's, I mean, those guys are just playing on a – they're playing on a different level, and I think right below it is the Thunder. Yeah. But I think right now the, the, the big prize fight is everybody's thinking is, dude, Spurs, Warriors, Western Conference Finals. And, hey, the th- not to say the Thunder, the Thunder couldn't sneak in there. Yeah. The Thunder are probably the only team that could get by one of them. But they're kind of – 
they kind of don't even know what kind of fucking team they are yet. And also, basketball is huge about chemistry. Yeah, and like you said, you got a first year coach. I mean, what? You know, I don't know what Billy Don. I I always I always thought Billy Donovan was a more defensive minded coach. Anyway, I literally had no idea about. I knew he played at, or uh, he coached at Florida because yeah, I knew he, had, he got hired by the Orlando Magic for like five minutes, and then was like, "Oh, hey, guess what? Uh, never mind." <laughs> oh really? I didn't. <laughs> yeah, know that. yeah. I don't. I, that's that's. You guys think like you know, players like Joakim Noah came out from like uh, from his Al program. Horford. Yeah, Al Horford. So I mean, it's kind of. I don't know, but either way, like you're saying, it's he's a first year coach in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this this will kind of play into what we're going to talk about as far as it's the, not Jimmy Johnson this, to Barry Switzer, you know, yeah, where you already yeah. had the proven product and the guy mm-hmm. just walked away from it, and a new guy comes in and goes, "Oh, uh, just keep doing what you guys have been doing." Sweet, yeah. another Super Bowl. I'll take yeah. that ring. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's no not shit. like that. It's not no, like you yeah. know, if if Steve Kerr walked away from the Warriors right now. And well, say like his assistant did let, with Steve Kerr being gone. Most yeah, of the like say say Steve Kerr was gone all this year. Hell, Luke Walton, they were yeah. going on these you know this this huge run with Luke Walton. Imagine if Steve Kerr never came back and Luke Walton won a ring. You'd be like, well, the product didn't change. It was yeah. the same. It was already a proven winner. Yeah. And so that's the the Thunder are the Thunder are a, are a proven success. Oh yeah. The but they are not a proven there. champion. No. So. Sorry, I mean, you come in first year. I don't. I did. I do not expect him to win. And I hope his. I hope guys like you know Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant aren't thinking in their head. I don't think they are. I think they're smart enough to. Hell, they're playing the damn game. I think they know. Yeah, this is we're. This isn't like you know our. This isn't our our last chance here. Yeah. It's only their last chance if those guys leave. Yeah, or hell, even in the career. Which yeah, you know they, they have to leave, know that. Yeah, but yeah, and they have to they, know that they're very like, young. Yeah, they have to know that the only way that the Thunder are done if they don't win it all this year is if those guys decide to go, which, you know, it's perfectly their right. Yeah. They want to go somewhere else, they go somewhere else. But, yeah, I think it's a bit, it's it's a bit, uh, what do you want to call it, delusional to think that it's <laughs> it just going to happen this year? Yeah, yeah kind of a, a, a touch. Yeah, I mean, you know? I can understand going like, man, we've got, you know, a really good team. We've got really good players. If Billy Donovan can figure out, you know, how to coach them, and they can work amongst themselves. And Sometimes they can, yeah. nothing to do with the coach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, the the most important thing for a coach is like that last couple of minutes, you know? Yeah. When to call those critical timeouts, you know? Or not to. Or not to, yeah. Oh. And so, and like you said, it's kind of, he's kind of shown sort of some signs Hey, that we're out of a timeout. Uh, hey, Kevin, go get a three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah There's no, like, like, what were you saying? You're saying like that coach, uh, the Boston coach, uh, young guy. Uh, uh, Brad Stevens. Yeah, like, you know, you thought it was kind of cool how he would just be like, yeah, and that's something that that gets brought up in this uh, Bill Simmons show I'm telling you about. Like, he's always he's always praising him just because he's got a lot of control, a lot of ideas. Yeah, you know, and and you can tell that just from his, the one how he ta- calls his times out time timeouts and what they do coming out of a like timeout. he's not scared to call a timeout just to try something different. Yeah, which is. When you have a, a young us, team like us, him, we, we'll let our guys roll up. Hey, it's like two, three seconds into the shot clock. Fuck it, three. <laughs> you know, and sometimes that's okay, but like, get into those droughts. Yeah. You like, know, I don't know if like, it's like their philosophy is like shots per game. Like, we're just going for SPG, man. I don't know. If we, I don't know. We have like, you know, this. we win this percent of the time and we shoot this many times a game. So we're just going to go for like, it's like the Oregon football in, on a basketball court. You know, we're going to run this many plays. Yeah. You know, we, shoot this many threes. Or he exactly. just made a three, I have to answer this. Yeah. You know? And apparently, and obviously, you know, like, again, the Thunder are having a, a, a decent year. It's not like they're, you know, in the basement. They're number three in the West still, I think. Yeah. And I mean, you can't look at it like, well, they could be number two or one. Yeah, but number two and one are like playing on 
this just fucking next fucking level. Yeah. Like, you know, Golden State's like, yeah, we have four losses or something or whatever yeah. they have. And they're making it look easy, too. Y- yeah. So we, we have to, like, kind of work at this shit. We're trying to figure it out. They've done it. Yeah. They've done it, and like hell with the Spurs, they've done it multiple times. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, hell, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been a blessing we got knocked out by the Clippers last year. Hell, we got a summer off. You know? Yeah, <laughs> we're just, yeah, we're going to get rested up for next year. God, yeah, it's... So, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so you were saying, though, about... But this this all kind of plays into this Brian Curtis piece um, that I mentioned just a minute ago. And I brought up to you when I came in to record this. And it's just about how Oklahoma City is by far, and as Brian Curtis says, there's there's no competition that we are the worst team to cover from not not just you know our local guys that are like working with the team and and maybe for like the Oklahoma or other publications, but also from like an outside perspective, like nationally they try and they try and cover the Thunder, and yeah, like, it's just a pain in the ass. I which get the it feeling, always is. I get the feeling that Area 51 isn't as closed off as the Thunder is. <laughs> You might, yeah. That's kind of like how this this piece plays out. And he he goes in and he he uh, interviews Barry Trammell, and he actually talks to a bunch of different beat writers and people that cover the Thunder. Which Barry Trammell supposedly he's the one that Kevin or uh, Russell Westbrook had like some beef with or an axe to grind or something with, right? Yeah. Like, which I'm sure, I guess you'll get into why that was because I can't I can't remember a little exactly bit, but I'll get into some some stuff that's kind of interesting <coughs> about it. Um, okay. Yeah, they just don't have any access to him, which, you know, you you kind of uh, reacted to that when I first told you about it before we were recording. Like, what, 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 you know, what, what's new about that? You know, like, look at, like, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. You know, he's just like, no, <laughs> no. I'm just no. here so I don't get fined. Fuck your mother. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's, you know, he's technically, he's answering. Yeah, give know. me my Skittles and let me go. But. And like I said from the title of this article, you would think, oh, God, it's just nothing but Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook's fault because they're like, you know, you, you know, Kevin Durant's had some comments about the media. Yeah, like he said know? something about the media, and then he came out like I had to come back. Like, or he did, I don't know if you had to, but he decided yeah. to come back like a day later and be like, no, I actually, I love you guys. Yeah, because not... he's like, I don't like the media. You know, he had yeah. that whole ordeal. And that's kind of talked about. This, this was a year ago, but that's kind of talked about a little bit in this article. And it's just the fact that they don't have any access to this team. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, you know, people nationally. I'm talking about people that, that work for the Oklahoman. They're the, I'm the beat writer that follows the team around and talks about this, that, or the other. Uh, there was just some crazy things about, like, they're in, you know, they're in there trying to, you know, get a, get a recording or uh, talk to some of the players, like mainly Westbrook and Durant. Sure. And there's always a guy there just <laughs> basically holding their hand. And, like, if it gets into any kind of small talk or they're just kind of kind of chit-chat, it might, it might go down an avenue. I don't know. We don't want the, We don't want it to go. That they're just like basically just rushing them off or getting them away. Uh, there's a piece in the article where it's about like someone kind of catches, I think it was Durant, and he's just casually talking to him, and someone actually didn't happen to be there, and someone sees it like down the hallway, and they're just like running like, hey, 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 what's, uh, is everything okay? What's going on? You know, don't and, say and, and the writer who was there 
trying to talk to him was like to, to say it was awkward it would you know that <laughs> be a bit of an understatement. So it sounds like this is you an know? organizational thing, like the organization. And that's what I was talking about like you would think it'd be more about Durant and Westbrook, and maybe it is to some extent. But yeah, it, maybe they've gone is, to the organization. So yeah, it is. It is the know. team, and there's and, and I don't want to have. You know, the, the reaction you kind of had, and, and plus, I'm sure people would have listening to this would be like, well, you know, there's always some kind of level of control, sure. you know, that some people want to have. Because of the, the culture a, we live in, like you say something. Superstar. Yeah, I mean, it's because we do live in the culture where if, yeah, if, yeah. if, if somebody who's, if, if your superstars decide to have an opinion that's different than than anybody else or something or, gets something gets taken out of context so easily or if they or, just want to have a strong opinion on something all of a sudden it's this huge fucking story yeah. and and it's open in the fucking newscast did what kevin durant say was that sexist or was yeah. that racist or was it ableist or something and you're like and now kevin durant's like are you kidding me dude no i just said that and that's you know, what whatever. i'm going to be saying a lot of co- talking about this and plus talking about how journalism happens in the state it's like not to say that i mean this or not to say i'm going to be doing a lot of that yeah so that's that's kind of a problem in itself but look at like like these people you know i'm talking about they don't have any access like he interviews uh darnell mayberry and he asks him like how many one-on-ones do you get with like the main players of the team you know how many zero really none and that's what I kind of think is crazy. Is like, you know, the Oklahomans sells it, and as they should, like, well, these people are, you know, they're the insiders, and they're the people that are like, you know, they're going to tell you the ins and outs. And I'm like, what, what if they're not allowed any access? What are they really going to be able to tell me? They can tell me all sorts of stuff, but well, what's yeah. the <laughs> difference between yeah. some guy who really knows a lot about basketball writing a blog on his website he just created and this person who just has a different outlet? Oh, he works for the Oklahoman, or he's on the radio, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. What, what? I mean, I guess the only difference would be like he's he just gets, got a bigger audience. He gets to be there during the shoot around. Yeah, and you know, some of these like I don't I mean, know specifically about the ones that cover uh, the team for the Oklahoman, but you know, and and, and a, a lot of the media, some of it are, some, and this is what makes them really good. I think some of them are former players. And that that's what kind of gives them the inside. Like I love listening to Jalen Rose. Just yeah, that because, guy's a trip. Just because he'll stop, you know, he'll 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 be talking about stuff like this and be like, "Yo, uh, this guy, uh, he plays like this. He's got the dribble. He uses his le- like 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 little things like that, and it has nothing to do with how the team works. It's just like this guy just can't do that as far as his game. Or yeah, plus, whenever he just does like NBA story time, it's just entertaining as hell. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you know, I mean, I, although I think he's I, he's much. Overall, he's a much, in my opinion, I enjoy listening to Jalen Rose a lot more than I do, say, locally Jim Traber. Yeah. But Jim Traber, when Jim Traber goes into, like, baseball story time, then it's kind it's of just compelling as hell. I'm yeah, like, I don't he even. Was there. Yeah, he, I'm not yeah, even really that interested yeah. in baseball, but man, I'll listen to this dude talk about some, you know, yeah, back in 1983, Summer League in New Mexico, blah, blah. And you're just like, he ran into this player who acted like this and did this, and you're like, holy shit, man, that's some cool stories. Like, whether or not they're true, I don't fucking know. But yeah. it's just. Like I guess it's former players really. Gosh, it's almost like you need a former player if you're going for like. A, Look at like one of the best NBA shows is yeah, uh, the, TNT, and it's yeah. got Charles Shaq, Barkley, Barkley, Shaq, and, and uh, Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith. Yep. So yeah, no, that's and that's and you know you could not you know you you have everyone has their you know. Oh God, fuck Charles Barkley sometimes because he says some silly shit, you know. That's or, or, why Charles Barkley is the greatest. Charles Barkley exactly. doesn't give yeah, a I, fuck, I, dude. Charles and, Barkley you know, will just say what Charles Barkley yeah. wants to say. 
And sometimes he's right, you know. Yeah, sometimes and, he's right, sometimes he's wrong, sometimes he's way out in left field, but you're like, this is Charles Barkley, It's just Barkley, the perspective, dude. you know. Charles and Barkley, to me, Charles Barkley about... is a personality. Yeah, yeah. And he has, of course, he does have a lot of knowledge. The guy's one of, he's a, he was an incredible player. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he got to, I, I, one of the best conversations I ever heard him talk about was whenever him and Shaq got into their little brouhaha, like on the court. Uh-huh. Like whenever he bounced the ball off of Shaq's head and stuff and all that. <laughs> yeah. And just hearing them jaw back and forth about it, it was just hilarious. Just to hear them talk about it, you yeah. know, years later, you know. It's just, it's just entertaining, man. It's just it's entertaining to listen to former players talk about the game. Yeah. As I guess you know, common sense would tell you. It probably if it's mm-hmm. if you're gonna get some enjoyment out of listening to people talk about the game, of it's course. gonna be guys that used to play it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but, but what I was gonna say to you though too is, and I, and I don't know if you're gonna get into this a little later, but so you have like the Thunder that are so closed off, and you get like none of this access, and you have national outlets or, or national writers they're just like, and stuff. fuck the thunder. Man. Yeah, they're just kind of like, dude, the thunder are terrible. And, you like, know, there's some kind of element of, like, you know, especially me being from Oklahoma, and, you know, like, you take some kind of pride in that, too, because they are outsiders. And, you know, they, do, they don't know. You yeah. know, they don't know really know what Oklahomans think. And that, that there is that aspect of it, too. But, but then like, the team also does it to the Oklahoma writers, too. So Exactly. So, and I mean, it's it can, also like... It's not like there's no, like, you know, club you can get into. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, is it just surprises me, though, that you don't hear... And maybe you do. I just haven't seen it. I don't pay a lot of attention to local media in general, really. Um I pay enough attention to it to be like, yeah, that's not really the story I was looking for there, so I'm not, I'm moving on. But yeah. that you don't hear any sort of, like, if I were a writer for the Oklahoman, and all of this were the case, my next story would be about why is it so hard to get, a, a, a you know, access to this team? This and that's is something I kind of talked to before team. we started recording. Like, well, if you barely have any access now, because every now and then, like. These these writers will get thrown a bone, and they're like, "Oh wait, cool!" Like Barry Tramall, I think in this article, he's like, "The team gets a hold of him and find him. They're like, hey, 'Hey, we're going to give you a one on one with the player.'" And he's like, "Holy shit, yeah, yeah!" And it's seven minutes with Nick Collison. <laughs> but you take what you can get. Yeah, you take. You know, I guess what I'm saying is, is like, is it that he he's actually got a quote, and this is what I wrote down. It's like, we can never be mad at people we never have access to. And 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 my point would be like, look at like, look at like Cleveland and LeBron. And LeBron, that there there will be people in that media that, or in the local media that will say bad shit about the team and or LeBron. Not not like bad like well we hate them as people. No no yeah. But just criticizing criticizing things. his play, decision making, something like that. Just all sorts of things. Like yeah. I mean, we could go into the whole thing with the coach, the how the yeah. teams have problems. Sure. sure. They lost. He's supposed to actually be winning championships. You know, I mean, we could go into a whole. Other... Sure, sure, sure. Here, it's kind of like, well, they'll just play. They'll just play soft. Like Dar- Darnell Mayberry, um, he had a good thing where he was talking about like, and we've brought this up in one of our earlier podcasts, how, where you know teams have their own media, and it's people that work for the team, so they write all these. Oh, hey, the Thunder are great, and you know, hey, look, you know, they're that just good people. that just seems like so. Like it's softball. It's like shit, 1984, man. dude. It's, yeah, and and this is what that's what it's like. Darnell Mayberry kind of alludes man. to. He talks about like it really, <laughs> really makes journalism shit because they're so soft on the team, and then it, it makes it look really bad if like say he wants to then do a critical piece. It makes it make it. It makes his critical piece 
look even worse. Like, oh, he's just an enemy of the team, and he's just out there. He's just out to get us. And they kind of like this article that kind of brings up, you know, like, is it a chicken, chicken or the egg kind of situation where you know, like, what causes this? Is it the players themselves, like you know, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook going off, oh, fuck the media, you know, and. and then the team kind of latches onto that, or is it the team trying to? They've got so much control, and, and you like mentioned that uh, that spat with Russell Westbrook and, and Barry Trammell. Yeah, um, which do we, what do we even know what that was over? Uh, if you read the article, you did, I'm trying to remember what it was. Okay, it was. Over I think something. I think he goes and he asks. He he, he was asking uh, Russell Westbrook a question, and he was just like. He just kind of looked at him. He's like, "No, you know what? I just don't like you." Yeah, but I thought it was because I thought that was. Like I thought Barry Trammell had written a piece that had obviously pissed off Russell Westbrook. And Maybe so then, he did. That's what nobody knows. Okay, I mean, so, nobody... okay cause, so then whenever he went to ask him a question, Russell Westbrook was like, I'm not going to answer your question because I don't like you. And it was I just, just kind of like he, awkward I honestly, as shit. Like Barry Trammell, I think, says in this article, he's like, that's the first time he's actually ever acknowledged my presence. Which like, is strange because he knows who the fuck I am. Yeah, and I, I mean, that just seems really unprofessional of Russell Westbrook. And something that goes even further into this article is like how, look at someone like Barry Trammell, you know, he doesn't, he's not like buddy buddies with someone, say, like Bob Stoops, but he can write about him and maybe they can have a disagreement. And he's like, I can go into his office and... We can have a chat about it, yeah, and figure shit out, and you know, and like you know, there's a mutual understanding, and look at look at like that level of access. Hell, he's in his, you know, he's talking to him right yeah, there. It yeah. might be off the record, maybe it's not, but yeah, there's he's, none of that shit going on with the Thunder. Yeah, and which is just, just I, again, like I'm saying, I don't understand why, like you're saying, you know, you don't want to burn a bridge, and I'm kind of like, well, there's really not a fucking bridge there. Like even if it's like, oh, every once in a while we throw you a bone, and you can come talk to, even if it was Kevin Durant. You know, one time a year you get six minutes, seven minutes with Kevin Durant. I'd be like, you know what? I think, I think, I mean, I could be wrong. People would be more interested in having me, hearing me write articles about how archaic, like, y'all's organization is as far as media access. Like, I mean, what is, you know, I almost think you could get access by writing opinion pieces just supposing. Like, so... You know, I'm left here. I, I asked for access to these players, this organizational person, whatever. I can't get it. So I'm left to wonder, why is that? What would the reasons be that I couldn't get access? Does, you know, does Nick Collison have a speech impediment? Is that what they're trying <laughs> yeah. to hide? You know, stuff, I'm not saying necessarily that, but just saying, like, is there something they're trying to hide here? Is somebody is, not getting along with somebody yeah, else? Yeah, is there some drama yeah. going on that they don't want to spill out? And then I think maybe stuff like that would get you access more than just being like, please... Please, you know, you might be right about I, any other team. Please, well, other even the Thunder, us. dude. Just to be like, just I mean, what would what would Barry Trammell have to lose? Honestly, honestly, I'm not I'm not calling out Barry, but Barry Trammell to me is the most well known sports writer in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, of course. So he, take, he does some really great things, and then he does some really shitty things, and like I think we were, but if we, Barry Trammell wanted to stick his neck out, at least, and I'm not saying he has to. I'm not saying he's obligated to. I'm just saying if Barry Trammell wanted to stick his neck out, that dude's got the clout in this state. I think to, to do, do it, it. because yeah. if he stuck his neck out there and said, "Hey, this is horse shit," and here's why I think it's horse shit, I'm going to detail. I'm going to write. Forget me being a sports writer. I'm going to be a journalist right now. I'm going to write a detailed account of my attempts for access to this team. And hell, I'd even say it'd be great if the Oklahoman or yeah, it's the Oklahoman that he works for paid for him to go say down to Dallas and just try to get access to the Mavericks and see what kind of access an outsider can get to the Mavericks. And I'm pretty sure. 
they could probably finagle it where this guy, he'd probably get a sit down with Dirk Nowitzki and talk with him. And just be like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm, I ride on the thunder usually, but hey, don't have a lot of access to him. And fucking Dirk Nowitzki would probably be like, you know, who knows? Probably say something halfway funny to him in response to that or something. Yeah. And then you could just go, come back to Oklahoma and be like, okay, so look at this. Why the fuck is this place like Fort Knox? It's a basketball team. It's a fucking game. Yeah. I and, get you guys don't want what drama do. and stuff like, like they, that. They write these pieces that are like just, you know, so generic or uh, we were doing an episode and I think I went went home and we were, there was a Thunder game on and ended up watching it. And actually, I usually don't watch the after after game press conference and shit like sure. that. But uh, I, I texted you about it because I think we had done an episode kind of cris- criticizing a Barry Trammell art, uh, article. Yeah. And we, I, we were playing. I'm almost I, starting I, to understand if he, if this is the, yeah. Hell, and this is why, like, like if he like, gets like, no access, let me, like, let well, me walk you through this. Okay, like, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, uh, we're playing the Rockets and Billy Donovan's up there giving his, uh, you know, his press conference and taking questions and Barry Trammell, Asked him like this to me like one of the dumbest questions ever, and it was, uh, you know, you started hacking, hacking Dwight Howard, and this was like I don't know, remember it was like the third quarter, whenever it was. It's like you started hacking Dwight Howard, and uh, he started missing some foul shots, and we ended up going, uh, going on a run there. Was that your intent? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, just for starters, I'm like, no, we wanted him to, you know, make every free throw and uh, go down by 10. Yeah, that's that's what we would want, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So one, I just thought it was stupid <laughs> from that point of view. But Billy Donovan uh, responds back and just gives him this generic answer. Just, you know, there's no I in team. You know, we wanted to do the, you know, this, yeah. that, that type. And he went on for like, God, two or three minutes. Just <laughs> giving... The biggest non-answer ever. Yeah. And I just thought it was stupid. Next day, Barry Trammell has an article out. And it's... I don't even remember what it's about. But he took, like, just little clips of shit Billy Donovan said in there and played it all into what he was already writing about. And it was kind of like he had already had an article written. And then (laughs) just like, hey, well, he said this. what He was actually referencing what I'm talking about. No, he, he wasn't. Yeah. But he made it sound like he was. Okay. And so that's what you get when you get this type of sh- non-access shit, where it's just like they're just making shit up, man, on some level. Well, and plus, know? and also, I mean, do they cover the? I team mean, maybe because of stuff like the that. Games you, are going on. You like, have to right blame there. journalists too. Then, if that's the case too, though. What, what's that? Well, because I mean, if Barry Trammell's going to do that, if I'm Billy Donovan, I'm going to be like, well, shit, man, this guy obviously I wasn't talking about this, mm-hmm. but he took it and made it seem like I was. Yeah. So I'm going to be a lot more guarded when I talk to him now. Than I already was because he's going to take shit I say and just piece it out and make it seem like I said something else. Yeah, and but they could say anything and he's going to do it anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if uh, I mean, if you don't have these sort of canned responses, I mean, mm-hmm. the perfect answer to the, you know, were you guys hacking Dwight Howard? Blah blah blah. I'd be like, yes. Yeah. Next. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I, yeah, I don't know so, why a lot of people don't do that anyway. Like why? Like I said, he gave a huge generic answer for like two or three minutes. Why don't you just no? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this, next question. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's to me, that's the easiest way or to be. Or if you want to be a little bit, you know, that's kind of like Popovich, you know. Yeah, but, but Popovich, Popovich. But you could be like, no, great. we didn't want to, and I just didn't think that was right. And you know, like, maybe give him a sentence and just, yeah. Next question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, that was just a, a, a happy byproduct of that happening. Yeah. 
worked yeah, out. I for would us. totally troll these people. Yeah, if I was somebody. Like yeah, I mean, them, Popovich know? is the best at it. Yeah, I mean, Popovich just you know whatever. <laughs> I mean, but Popovich, but again, it's even Billy Donovan. Do these? And guys, that's why, because ninety percent of the questions are like, "What was the key to this run? Yeah, what they're was the dumb key questions. to your win? Yeah. What was the key? What's the key?" Oh, but that's—I mean—that's—that's that's just overexposure. And true, like I true, said, that's, true. That's, that's that's using your opportunities to ask dumb questions. Which, I mean, whatever. I I, I don't even. Know. I but to me though, it just seems. It just seems silly that they have such guarded access to to a team it just I and, and, and look I guess like as far as this Brian Curtis is concerned when he wrote this piece and it came out the Thunder were pissed really oh yeah because it's like how you know, it was bullshit how, how dare, dare you? you point out the obvious <laughs> basically yeah and then you know I think he said in this uh, show he was doing Bill Simmons like the next day you know in Sports Illustrated there's this great piece about you know Russell Westbrook or Kevin they're doing great with charity and they're doing oh, everyone's holding hands and you know yeah which is great but that has nothing to it's do with the actual beat the bullshit, story dude. of yeah. the team yeah which that's great. I mean, yeah, those. I, I don't think anybody needs to say, yeah, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant and a lot, all, all the, almost all the players on the Thunder, almost all the players on all professional sports teams do a lot of community work. Yeah, good yeah, on of them. Course, good of on course. y'all. And not that you shouldn't report it or anything. Yeah, no. If you want to report, but it, you that's can tell great. it was in a complete reaction to this. Yeah, it, I. And and I, I like like we've talked about this is like talking about this. This is why I kind of think it plays into shit like Cameron Payne or um, stuff about like look at like you know Billy Donovan. Is he actually going to be a really great coach, or is he there just to be told what to do by the yeah, team? I don't know. You know, everyone speculates, oh, you know, oh, if we, it's championship or bust, and we've got to do good, or Kevin Durant will leave this year. What if it's the exact opposite? What if it's Kevin and Russell are so happy here because they're being their hands are being held so much, and they can do whatever they want. In the small market, and they like the they like the uh, you know not the huge exposure. Sure, they like the small town feel of it. There's something to be I, said for I, that. Yeah, and we've talked about that, and I've talked with friends. You know, that's always brought up. Like, hey, they like not being, yeah, being able to you know walk down the street and that type of thing. Sure. What if that plays into like he's not? They're not planning to do anything, and this is just a total game of as far as that as far as they're concerned to just do whatever they want. Yeah, and. and we don't criticize him for it, really. We will sometimes, like, there's something else that's brought up in that, that uh, article is people would be so quick to blame Kevin, uh, blame the Oklahoman for Kevin Durant leaving because of the Mr. Unreliable headline. Yeah. And I'm like, that's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, and they're, actually, that's all they're it takes, actually worried about that. Uh, dude, if that's all it takes, dude, man, I, if that's what it is, if that's truly, which I don't think it is. No. If, but if that's truly something that makes him leave, I hope he goes to some big market and then I'll be like, just wait, dude, Mr. Unreliable. Yeah, go to New York, dude. Mr. Unreliable is the least of your fucking words. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. yeah you're going to be, dude, they're going to be fucking like looking into your mom. They're going to be, who knows, dude, they're going to yeah. come, they're going to dig up all the that, fucking that's, dirt That's something else that you bring up. You. Like I, I went to a uh, preseason game a couple years ago with the Nuggets and we ended up sitting like second row is amazing. And we were right behind, uh, Kevin Durant's mom, I think maybe his brother, I think he's got one. And at the time he was engaged to, I can't remember her name, but it was a WNBA star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you I, remember her name? I, I know, but I can find it. Well, they ended up not getting married. And you know what uh, the local media wrote about it? Mm-mm. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of my point. Like, if you didn't, um, In LA or New York, that would be a huge story. Oh, yeah. Or they'd have something about it like... 
and it's not even to criticize the guy. Here I am again going, hey, well, it's not to it's not to be like you know uh, I'm not Monica Wright. Monica Wright, yeah. What what the fuck happened? Yep. Um, I don't fucking know. And maybe there was something written uh, nationally about it. I haven't gone around looking about it. But yeah, nothing, nothing. Yeah, here. according this is some yeah national stuff. Yeah, and that's my point. Like I have to go to. She out of blames state it to on a shit? difference in religious beliefs. Okay, that's why they split. But this is a I never even knew that until USA right now. Today article. Yeah. Um, a uh, Madame Noir article. The Christian Post. I'm not seeing any Oklahoma's nothing no oklahoma city or oklahoma news outlets here at all these are all national where i don't i've never heard of them before international business times yeah so yeah i mean si.com up oh, on the third or second page about 20 down koco.com Oh, and this is just Kevin and Durant. They're probably just taking a link from this one of those other even, places. No, this isn't even about their breakup. This is about she's showing off her engagement ring at a game. Yeah, because it's something good. A, yeah, some, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we don't want to talk bad about them. Yeah, which again, I mean, yeah, that's his personal business, but 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 it's it's anywhere else it's going to be reported. I'm just saying it out. plays into all this shit. Yeah, like oh, Cameron Pent, why isn't he playing? And like I've told you, there's an element of you know. There's a lot of casual basketball fans. I don't know a lot about basketball and or follow it a lot. You know, I mean, hell, this time of year, uh, you know, we get to play in like four games a week, and my, it might be against some crap teams, and I'm busy. It's really easy to just bam miss three games. You sure. know, even if you're trying to tape them or, or not, or record them on DVR or whatever. But you're not helping people out trying to understand this shit. You're not. You know, yeah, they're already maybe not very well informed. But then you add that on top of it, and they're really not informed. Well, and I think, too, though, it's kind of strange, even with this sort of, you know, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? What do you want to call it? Uh, Kitty gloves like approach to these players that the organization is, or whatever, the organization, the players, or everybody in, in, in collusion has created for the Thunder. You still have, like, you know, them being dicks to people. Like the whole thing I talked about with Russell Westbrook, I don't know who it Anthony was. Slater. Yeah, so he was like he was typing up on a laptop or something or doing something like you're sitting you know, in a chair. Like yeah, sitting in a chair and Russell. Or I think he came in late or something, and he came in and grabbed a chair and. Yeah, and like Russell Westbrook comes over and he's like, "Players are, or chairs are for players only," and so this guy's like, oh, "Oh, okay," and like he gets up, and Russell Westbrook I guess pulls the chair away and fucking Reggie Jackson gets up out of his chair and slides over and he goes, "Here you go, man," unless the dude sit yeah, back down. Yeah, that's in this article too. Yeah, yeah. and it's kind of like. That's a pretty dick move on Russell Westbrook's part, and all they said about Reggie Jackson when Reggie Jackson left was all the problems with Reggie Jackson. You know, when Reggie yeah. Jackson left, it was like, I mean, I I got the impression from everything that was written that like, dude, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook were basically like, don't let the fucking door hit your ass on the way out. Yeah, dude. and you know, maybe see ya. I'm not, and, and that's not to say like Westbrook's a piece of shit as no, a person. That's not, but, but that's, that's my point. I don't know. Yeah, I, somebody does, tell me, was he having a bad day? Yeah, and, he, and, and you know, yeah, was uh, but again, here's a clear, here's a clear example of Russell Westbrook being a dick. Yeah, which I mean, everybody, dude, everybody has bad days or off days, or you just, you know, you're an asshole. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but here's an example of him being a dick, and then here's an example of a guy that supposedly was, you know, when he left, everybody made it seem like he was kind of a piece of shit, being a pretty cool guy, and yeah. saying, "Hey, man, here's my chair." You know, but he obviously didn't get along very well with 
Durant Westbrook. Yeah, they and see yeah. that's kind of an, that's another story. Like other places, you would have some little insider knowledge about. Yeah, that, that would have been a bigger that would have been a bigger deal. And there's no fucking idea about what was. I mean, going they were on. balling over themselves whenever Harden left. Yeah, and you know, okay, so hard. I mean, whatever. And then Reggie Jackson leaves in hell. This was on the heels too of. I mean, Reggie Jackson kind of saved our season. You know, in that series with the, I believe it was the Spurs. Yeah. I mean, he ended up being that extra, that next guy. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, and I understand he wanted to start and, you know, hey, he got a big deal, whatever. I mean, I, but. And that, I'm actually kind of interested in that because the Pistons might be making the playoffs. Really? And he's their head guy. He's yeah, their he's, point guard. He's who they built the team around. Um, well, I mean, I don't know about, I think Drummond's probably the guy. You well, yeah, that's a good but, point. But, uh, that's a good point. But they've got, they've added a lot of, they added Tobias Harris from the Magic. Um, they got rid of Greg Monroe, and that just kind of added some spacing. We got Reggie Jackson, got rid of Brandon Jennings. I mean, it's 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 interesting, you know. And, he, and we talked about, I think it was our very first episode, where it's like, well, you know, Reggie Jackson had the starting gig here while Westbrook and Durant were out, but he didn't exactly light it on fire. He's doing, you know, fairly well up in Detroit. I just want to see it, and I'd like to see that in playoffs and see what 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 is he going to do? You know, was he set? So a, a, a shitty player. I don't know, you know? Yeah. We'll find out, I guess. Or if, you know, if they don't make the playoffs, we won't see it at all. But that team's on the rise either way. Yeah. Doing better than they have been. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I just hear stuff like that, and I'm kind of like, man, I. it kind of plays into the whole, well, we're not going to report on Russell Westbrook being a dick. Yeah. To me, that would have been, if I was a journalist, local or not, in the room there, dude, I'd be like... Let me take down some notes there. Hell enough, you know, based on the fact that I can't get any access to Russell Westbrook, I'd be like, well, I was part of the, you know, gaggle of people standing there. Yeah. I'm going to report on that shit. I don't need Russell Westbrook to report on that. I watched it happen, you know, yeah. but I guess like you said, I guess being able to go to the games for free is these guys want to keep that or something. I don't fucking well, know. Well, like I said, they do cover, you know, they're every game they're there you know, tweeting, live tweeting, and and right after the game, we write a little piece, and and that that has its value too. Yeah, I just don't know why. It just surprises me that there's not somebody there who's like, like that's that's willing to be the villainous, quote unquote, villainous uh, reporter to be like, you know, when Russell Westbrook goes, well, I don't like him. I'm like, yeah, that's great, man. You don't like me, but hey, guess what? I'm here to do a job, and you've got a job to do too because you have to talk to the media. So again, do you have any comment on this? Yeah. No, you don't want to talk to me because you don't like me? Well, why don't you like me? Let's make my question about that then. Yeah. Let me press you, dude. Let me turn your screws a little bit then. If that's how you want to treat me, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig as much as I can on you then. And then I'm gonna make that a story. All these guys fucking around me are gonna be wondering the same thing. They'll be like, Whoa, well, what's this what why why doesn't he like this guy? What did he do? What did he say? I mean, it just I, like, I just like to go back to the thing between Westbrook and Barry Trammell. The team was pissed off that that would clip of him saying that, like, that's going around the world being viral and things like that. Oh, it's making us, it's making us look bad and stuff. And that's kind of why in uh, future episodes we're going to be talking about journalism here in yeah. the state. Because there's been, there's been a handful of things where I'm like, you're blatantly emitting facts. Or, you know, I understand, you know, twisting headlines a little bit and making it sound a certain way and you read the article well it's actually a little bit of a different way and things like that. I get that and and sometimes doing it for you know the headlines the click you know like hey oh that gets me to yeah, click check bait, that yeah. yeah clickbait but I mean at the end of the day I think the best journalists aren't 
They're not there to make friends. Yeah. If you end up having a good relationship with somebody, that's great. But you have to have sources. And at the like end of that. the day, dude, I mean, you're. I, I would think you're there. Like, hey, I'm Barry Trammell. I got all this access to Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops may fucking hate Barry Trammell. He yeah. may, but Bob Stoops is a professional, yeah. and Barry Trammell's a professional. Mm-hmm. So they put that. They can put that shit aside. And I, you know, I'm not saying that they do. But they may. They may golf together. Fuck, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, if I were a journalist, I mean. That would be my... I would not care like, you know, hey man, uh, KD doesn't really care for it. I'd be like, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Maybe you should ask yourself why he doesn't care for it. It's just like me. us talking about this, like, and I'm saying there's no insiders here. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, I'm an insider. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could be pushed back. I, I mean, almost that, like you know? all, all you have to do to be an insider is you have to like have access to the team in general. Like, well, we get to sit in the bleachers while they practice. That's pretty much it. That's my like, point. That like, makes you a fucking insider? Yeah. Really? They're like, hey, they're there with <laughs> I mean, them and, you know, maybe, I, and plus I get to... I've got my different outlet, like for the Oklahoman or yeah. whatever. I, or I'm Royce for Young, and I cover the Thunder for the for ESPN. God, it's and almost like they're fucking treating correspondents like we do. We just fucking get to. We just decide, you know, <laughs> hey, dude, you've got some, uh, you know, like you know, like this, uh, you know, our our X Files correspondent, you know, so somebody they has do, knowledge. And that's you know, we've attacked the radio people before, and we they'll do go, it. As they'll a... go out there and just spout all sorts of bullshit, and they're like, oh wait, we've got this guy. He's the He's our uh, like like with the franchise. They've got John Ham, and John Ham actually knows some b- shit about basketball and how it works and the cap and other things about teams. There's some things I've seen on Twitter him put up where you know I might not agree with his opinion, but that's just the nature of opinions. Um, but he'll, they'll have they'll have to bring him on from the franchise because they'll have people just spouting off bullshit and they're like, oh, actually he's our he's our he's our insider. There's that that word again. Yeah. He's bringing him in, and he'll be like, "Yeah, all that stuff. You know, th- this can't happen. You know." <laughs> and it's just like, "Well, then why would we listen to this other shit in the first place?" Yeah. Why can't we just listen to John Hamm? Yeah. At that point, you're just well. I mean, it's and again, why can't he have a fucking show? You, that's the line between entertaining and yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's more entertaining to have people th- spouting hyperbole and yeah. And this is from talking people, about could ifs and what ifs and I has, saw one you know, of these people from the radio the other day like, "Why, you know, Kevin Durant's been kind of mentioned. Oh, like we went and played Boston." Like, oh, he likes Boston. Oh, is he going to Boston? I don't know. <laughs> and Eric G from the franchise tweet is like, oh, nobody wants to go to Boston. Which that's I'm like, ridiculous. That's just the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, why would like, you want to go to Boston? The They've only won how many titles? Yeah, I'm like, and and look at like some of the 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 old franchises that have a great system and basketball culture. And you know you'd say the Lakers, but they're they're in a bad shape right now. No draft. But you got to so think the Lakers. The but Lakers. out of the Lakers, the Knicks, and the Celtics, who's even just right now better off as a team right now? The Celtics. They're actually the best one out of any of those. Yeah, teams. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Got a bunch of draft picks. Trade. Uh, got assets, a good coach. Great coach, like we just mentioned earlier. And no one wants to go there though. And again, like the Knicks and like the Lakers too. The Knicks and the Lake. I mean, they could all do it wrong, but those organizations typically typically are going to throw a lot of money at trying to win. They're going to be serious whenever it comes time to pull out the checkbook. They're going to be like, okay, money where our mouth is. Yeah. This may be the totally wrong call, but we'll pay this guy this much money. And that's something to be said about us, and I think that's something, this is something we'll talk about later. Because um, I know you talk about Chicago. Chicago is another big market, cheap, but Chicago is... Yeah, so are they, we. We're cheapskates. Yeah, but we're a small market, so I can understand. Dude, kinda, uh, but, I, it doesn't matter when your owner has so many billions of dollars. All he's got to do is write the check. Well, fair enough. It doesn't and it's not matter. like we're losing money here. Yeah. And oh, you this, know, when, this team is so popular this, here. This, I think I heard this on a Bill Simmons show like six months back. He's like, you know, when oil was high, what, what does it take to keep James Harden? Just just drill another well out of there. 
<laughs> just, Fair enough. You know, like, why can't you just fucking keep them? Yeah. Why can't you just push over this? Why can't, like, when we had the trade deadline, yeah, we got Randy Foy, and we needed to plug that hole like we talked about. Sure. Why couldn't you just say, fuck it, make a splash, go get Al Horford? Yeah. And just put us over the edge, win a championship. Yeah. Get that win. No, we're gonna, we got a system. We're doing it our way, like this uh, insider bullshit with the Thunder plays out. We're doing it our way. Nothing to see here. Yeah. We're building our system. That's fine. But we'd also like to fucking win. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we're and we're in a we're like you said. I mean, we're one we're one big paycheck away probably from doing. Why it. not fucking do it? Yeah. I mean, I agree. That's Steve. A good Steve point. will go off about like the goodwill Sam Presti has, and. How you know, like you know, one aspect, like 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 with the Randy Foy trade, like wow, he's actually really, really good at what he does. But what he does is nothing. Why can't we just go fucking push us? Well, he. Why couldn't we just keep James Harden? Well, again, why couldn't we just go make? But that's the thing. You you may have to give. You may end up having to give Sam Presti more credit because Sam Presti may be the only guy that knows these fuckers aren't cutting that check. I know they're not. Yeah, and that's that's so uh, I that's have to problem. Yeah. So I have to yep, go. I'm the GM. Right. I don't cut the checks. Yeah, I gotta go, I gotta operate knowing that those guys aren't gonna write that check. You're, you're, so now exactly I've right. got it. So maybe, but so maybe there's more credit due to him. But maybe there's less if mm-hmm. he's not in there going. You need to write this. Especially fucking check. with you, know, you with need this, to just pull out that big fat into... wallet and just drop the Benjamins on the fucking table yeah. and get this guy. And that plays back into you know, well, prices oil, price of oil is down, so we definitely not. <laughs> we're not paying anybody now. <laughs> yeah, well, hell, it's going back up now though. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I don't. In the end, you know, all the stuff we talk about, energy crisis and everything, and I'm like, you know, oh, you know, gas is cheap. That's good for us. Oh, it's more expensive, and eh, that's not so good for us anymore. But maybe it is for the state. In the end, it's kind of funny because as much as we talk about it so we're like blue or red in the face, I always know in the back of my mind one simple truth. All those fat cats, dude, they're going to be okay. Oh, yeah, they're fine. Now, I mean, now, if if they're doing things legally, yeah. guys like Aubrey McClendon, you know, he got himself into a... He yeah, got and we're going to talk about a, him. Yeah, he got up. himself... But I'm talking about the guys that are, you know, actually probably on the, I'm assuming, on the up and up, yeah. that are playing the system, the big business and everything. Oh, you know, I lost $30 million this quarter. Like two oh, but, you know, guess what? A year from now, I'm up $500 million, so guess it's like last year never happened, baby. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are always going to be okay. And yeah. that's unfortunately part of the system that we fuck... This this part of the system, man. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... We'll talk more about it. Yeah, so... We'll, we'll come back. Um... Well, anyway, I don't know if there's. Do we have anything else to say that's about the? We are much, hour and six minutes, man. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much it. Like this is something that is going to play into some further subjects we're going to be talking about with just Oklahoma journalism. And we're going to get Steve on here and have another big thunder. Yeah, podcast. and like you know, I playoffs said, are around the corner. I mean, they're they're right there. You know, so we're going to have to be talking about all that, our matchups. Yeah. Um, you which know how it stands I mean, right now. Who are we going to end up like? Who's who's the fourth Portland seed right now? Portland? Which is not a team I'd like to. How we face just throttled the, the shit out of them the last time we True, played. True, but they're a good team, man. Would yeah. you would you rather play Portland or the Rockets? Right the Rockets, now? The yeah, Rockets. or Memphis? Yeah, who are missing yeah. people. That, sure, that's sure. why I say Portland doesn't. It doesn't. I'm not sweating Portland too much. No, I think we could. Actually but but you're right. I, there are yeah. teams I'd rather play. It's that next round that's going to yeah. be. The what we'll probably be talking about, especially if we get Steve on, it's like, look at how basketball ends up turning into what what it ends up turning into in the playoffs, and like how you're always relying on 
that guy. Like like for the the Warriors, it's Andre Iguodala. He's is he even the top five guy on that team. But you know we need to we need to go to him and rely on him. He's got to knock down these free throws, like yeah. he did against us. Yeah. Or he's got to make that steal, or that one layup at the end of the game, or wh- whatever. Yeah. And us, we're like, man, we really need Dion Waiters to fucking not be a bonehead right now, or Kyle Singler to you know, like that's the Which, that's the difference with our team. We've got the top five talent. We got two of the top five best players on our team, plus maybe the sixth man of the year in Inez Cantor, and you know Abaka has declined, but he's great too. That's what's going to be. That's what's going to be the difference between our team and the other contenders. Yeah, and this has been, you know, I think it kind of, you know, I don't know how much it, I think it bears noting, um, like. A lot of tragedy kind of following this team this year. Yeah, like, that too. That too. And, you know, does that affect... Like, you have Monty Williams' wife dying in a car accident. You have Dion Waiter's brother being shot and killed. That just happened. And then you had, you know, Aubrey McClendon, who's a you know minority How's owner. How's that affecting the team? They're going to do any pieces on that? <sighs> Other than just going, hey, this happened? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Probably not. You know, I, th- I know they've done, like, stories on, like, you know, kind of some statements that members of the yeah, team... Yeah, you know, especially, given, like, but... with Monty Williams, like, hey, this is a tight-knit group... You know, yeah. it does affect – I mean, obviously, you're a human being. It's going to affect you when – especially if you're, you're, one of your coach's wives just get killed. And yeah, and I don't he's think – He's not coming back to the yeah, team. Yeah, no. Lonnie Williams is – yeah. And I, but, I mean, you know, can't blame him. I mean, Jesus, that's – There could be more to those stories, and I'm like, that they won't get reported here. Yeah. So, I, and, and I, get, I mean, it's, it is some pretty touchy stuff. You don't want to – Yeah. I mean, I, th- that's the kind of stuff where I'd be worried about offending somebody. Yeah, that's kind of like with Aubrey McClendon, which we're, we'll, we'll talk about him. Yeah. But – there's reasons to talk about it too, you know. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, just all around, big lots of bummers, man. Yeah. So, well, anyway, I guess. Uh, so, do we have anything else we wanted to cover on no, this that's, particular? That's podcast? pretty much it. Um, we got a. We already recorded a uh, podcast with Ryan. Yeah, we, so we're going to drop this one first. Yeah, we're going to drop this one first because I think I was totally wrong in that. Batman Superman doesn't come out this week. It comes out next week, I think, yeah. right? Okay, it's cool. like the middle of the week. So middle that's of the why week, okay. We might drop our next episode a little early, maybe, okay. just to get it out ahead of the of the movie. It's... We can take a week off, maybe? Yeah, shit, dude. We're on vacation. Hey. <laughs> For a week, maybe, at most. Yeah, yeah. Hey, one's better than none. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we've got that. Batman Superman, where we talk a lot about comic books, comic book movies, um, I do a really bad impersonation of Batman, <laughs> and and kind of going back to that episode, like you're mentioning, um, that's probably a subject we'll go back to a lot because I mean we covered so many, so many different movies and franchises. Oh yeah, and you, I mean you could you could pick one of those and just do one episode on. Oh yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. Stuff. Oh sure, sure, sure. And I think you know at some point we probably will do a podcast where we have some a guest on of some sort where we talk about our you know what would we like our favorite superhero movie or something like yeah, that yeah. or just the step which we kind of did with ryan anyway we talked about the state of superhero movies but we spent a lot of time talking about specifically the batman versus superman the hype and everything like that and batman and superman as characters in general i did think there was a couple of movies we did forget uh supergirl did we forget it like is that a bad thing <laughs> i liked it <laughs> really so that's my point so we oh, can talk about uh gosh. what about any of the punishers there was one yeah, like that, in the that's late another 80s. that's another good reason to forget. Yeah. Them. yeah, yeah, you're right. They're terrible. Dolph. Hey, but that's an that's another. Uh, I think that, that might have been the first R-rated. Punisher was R-rated, wasn't it? Dolph Lundgren's. Yeah, I think you're right. 
Because, um, yeah, I, I, was, I like to point out, too, else. I said, like, you know, you guys are talking to the fucking master here. Like, you know, I knew Batman was rated art. No, Batman's PG-13. Yeah. Eight crow on that. So. Something else, uh, I think the one with Thomas Jane, isn't John Travolta the bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> so, a little preview of uh, what we're going to be talking about in the next episode. Yeah, no, the Punisher, yeah, that was was the newest Punisher rated R as well. Yeah, so that's yeah that one rated was R. rated R. They both were. With uh, the guy that played Titus Polo. Yeah, Dolph movie. Lundgren and Thomas Jane. Those were both... And they were both just bad. None of them are good movies, really. No. Yeah. Which, if you know, which I think is kind of you know bears noting if you're watching the Daredevil uh, series at all, the Punisher's yeah. going to be in season two. And you yes, know who's playing is. him? I started watching it last night. Oh, okay. Since have have you seen him out. yet? Yes, I have. Good old Shane. Shane. Yeah. Shane. He's like, mask you something. Let me ask you something. <laughs> <laughs> so how how is he as Punisher? Pretty good so far. I'm only a few episodes in. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm, yeah, I need to watch that. I still haven't watched Jessica Jones. I need to watch that. Me either. So, yeah, yeah and I hear I hear it's pretty fucking good. Yep. So, did you watch first season of Daredevil? Yes, I did, and I loved it. That yeah, was so great. Did I. Um, more more uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, please. Yeah, dude, Vincent D'Onofrio was oh great God. as fucking Kingpin, dude. It, uh, um, I don't want to say it, though. I'm like, I killed my favorite character in that uh, first season. Trying who the fuck all die in that movie? Oh, 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 okay, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Not a not a I, good guy. I'm always like, I'm I, okay, the bad yeah, guys. I know you. Yeah, that guy was really good. Yeah, I like that ah, guy. Yeah, anyway. I like that guy. But yeah, check that stuff out. And uh, and man, Scott Glenn as Stick was great. Yeah, I loved it. I was like perfect yeah. casting, dude. Oh, I loved yeah. it. Loved it. <laughs> loved it. But yeah, no, it was a great series, man. If you haven't watched Daredevil, check that shit out. And yeah. Jessica Jones too, because I hear it's yeah. really good. Yeah, I can't say for that's, sure yet. That's but... more. There's there's more stuff we actually didn't bring up. Well, hell, Netflix has got Luke wise. a Luke Cage show coming. Yep. Um, an Iron Fist show coming, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're gonna tie them all together and make kind of like a maybe a their own little Avengers kind of movie of I don't sorts. Know. Yeah, because they all take place in New York, right there in like Hell's yeah. Kitchen, yeah. you know. So, I I think they that may be their aim. That may be what they're going towards is like a you know a, a Netflix's own you know uh, Avengers movie with Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist against. Well, you got to think. I would assume Elektra's got to come in at some point. You got to think Elektra's got to come in at some point. I don't point. know. That's a huge character. And, yeah. You know, you got Bullseye. Is Bullseye going to come in? Just don't be calling fucking Feral. I know he's in Suicide Squad. Bullseye is? Uh, is it Bullseye? He's, he's a dead sharpshooter. Shot. Deadshot. Dead that's Deadshot. Dead uh, yeah, Will my Smith. Bad, Will bad. Smith, yeah. Which, that's another movie to talk about. We didn't talk about Suicide Squad, yeah. really. And so. that's going to be coming out. So that's kind of like we're going to be revisiting. Basically, check out our next episode out where we'll be yeah, talking yeah. about comic book shit. Yeah, yeah. So, we're just getting started. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, well, let's go ahead and uh, let's wrap it up. Let's hit Escape Velocity. Let's get go. the hell out of Dodge. So uh, if you guys want to get in touch with us, you know, critiques, advice, comments, whatever, we've got ufppodcast at gmail.com, at UFP on Twitter, and Unidentified Flying Podcast on Facebook. At UFP Podcast on Twitter. At UFP, I thought it was just at UFP. No, on Twitter. podcast. Okay, at UFP. You were podcast. so close. Damn. Nah, it. you're fine. You're fine. Shit. People right, know yeah, how to get a hold at of us. UFP podcast on Twitter. Um, so anyway, uh, until next time, this has been Drew, and, and this is Brad, and you've been listening to the Unidentified Flying Podcast. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>